Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. And also catch up with a gentleman shortly from Harness Racing Victoria by the name of Tim O'Connor and go through some of these features at Melton tomorrow night. We talked about the Oaks Heats yesterday with Mick Guren, the Derby Heat, so much interest with all these boom horses, Leap to Fame, Captain Ravishing, who's been simply electric, Catch a Wave in another heat, and then, of course, a smoking Up Sprint with Copy That and the like going around there. So it is just a really wonderful card. And then next week, these horses all go around and... The Victoria, well, the Victoria Derby and a heap of other feature races on the program as well. But uh, Jared Daffy is with us now from TAB. Good morning. Morning, Steve. Good racing, isn't it? It is. Fantastic. Even t today at Addington, I'm not sure mm. if we could just have a quick look here. Race six with this horse at Akuda, this very promising three-year-old. How short is he today? Yeah, it's got a big boom on it, hasn't it, for the Purden stable. Opened $1.25. These markets only went up this morning. It's already into $1.20. Uh, they've got some pretty good form, the rest of these, but they only want the one there, Akuta. What's fascinating about race nine at Addington this afternoon, this Canterbury Classic, three of these major fancies have all won this race yeah. in recent years. So you've got Self-Assured, uh, I think it's the favourite you're about to tell us, but Spankham won it and South Coast Arden won it last year. It certainly did, uh, and Self-Assured is the favourite here again for Mark Purden, $1.90 from the good gate there, Barrier 2. Uh, the one that uh, hasn't been, well, hasn't won it, um, BD Joe, number three at four dollars twenty. We we actually haven't moved anything in this market, so it's pretty stable. Spankham, uh, five dollars fifty again for Mark Purden, and the other one you mentioned, South Coast Arden, an eight dollar fifty pop. But I suppose from the good barrier there, it's the one they want to be with. Self assured, number two at dollar ninety. Jerry Globe, uh, sorry, Gloucester Park tonight. A couple there. Yeah, a uh, bit of activity here, as there always is with these races on a Friday night. Race four, number two, Plutonium, seven fifty into five dollars. One that has been very, very well backed. Race five, number three, don't bother me none, six dollars. It's now three dollars fifty, and race six creates uh, plenty of interest here, Steve. It's the two-year-old Golden Slipper. Now we've got a shorty here, uh, the pole marker never ending. It's got a picket fence beside its name, but dollar twenty-five out to a dollar thirty-five. And the one that has moved well and truly into the market is the second elect. I'm the Black Flash for Gary Hall Senior, five fifty now into four dollars sixty. So the market suggests it's uh, probably a one, perhaps a two-horse race, but there has been good money for that second pick there. I'm the Black Flash. Now, let's have a look at this wonderful Melton program on Saturday night. We might start with race two. Are we, Jared, the first heat of the Oaks, where in Cypher is pretty short. Number yeah, three. it is. It's pretty short now. It was uh, a little bit better than that, uh, its current quote. Now, it's currently $1.35. Uh, it opened $1.50, so it's been the one that's moved into the market. Uh, just hope for the Jack Stable, uh, the pole marker, 4 out to 4.60. Emma Stewart's got a few in this race. The other one... Uh, Pedalante, Petillant. I'm not quite sure. It's got a French accent, that one, anyway. Number two, 550 out to 750. We mentioned in Cypher, $1.50 into $1.35. And I can't find anything else there that uh, there's even a sprinkling of support for, Steve. So it's clearly the one there, number three in Cypher. Just on a WA too, Jared. I should have chased this up with Shane Young. Of course, Matt Young's a regular with Chris 
on mobile rolling. His brother Shane had the boom filly over there that started really short, something like a dollar oh eight when they jumped last week. Wonderful to fly. She couldn't lead and she had to do a bit of work, but she she dropped out. So fingers crossed that she's okay. But it didn't look good, did it? No. No, not at all. Didn't look good at all, no. No, but her record going into that race last week was, you know, nine from 16. So, yeah, yeah, that's wonderful to fly. We'll chase that up for sure and certain. I might actually shoot a text through now. We might get an answer. Now, let's have a look at race three. This is heat two of the Victoria Oaks. And Amore Vita, what price, Jared? Uh, well, it's backable. Open at two twenty-five. quickly got into $2. It's been that way for some 24 hours now. There's been a little bit of interest in relent. Relentless Me, number three, 10 into 6.50. The second pick, uh, one of the Emma Stewart runners, Rich Beauty, number 10, has been 2.90 out to 3.50. So in summing up, favourite clearly there, uh, Amore Vita. As you would expect, it's $2. But if you're looking for exotics, etc., a bit of a, a long shot there. Relentless Me, number two, 10 into 6.50. Well, Emma Stewart, we often talk about her amazing stable. Uh, heat three of the Oaks, she's got the first, second, third, fourth favourite. Hmm. Well, it might well be the first favourite that will win here because it's probably the best back that uh, early on at Melton tomorrow night. That's Soho Astoria, number eight. Uh, 240 into $2. The other ones there that uh, she does have the second pick, Beach Life, has been $2 out to $2.40. So basically they've swapped positions there. Uh, Soho Astoria, the new favourite. Talk time at 6.50, and that's pretty much it. But, um, yeah, it's the one there, Soho Astoria, number eight. As I said, Tim O'Connor's going to join us from uh, Harness Race in Victoria. We're fascinated to get his thoughts on this race because we're normally used to catch a wave showing high speed, but off a back row draw here over the long trip, Jared. Never been over 2,700. It's it's favourite, however, isn't it, catch a wave? Uh, it is. Uh, it's at... $2.40. It's been around about that mark um, since the prices first went up on Wednesday. Can't find a better man. $4 out to $5. The one that has been backed is interest-free, number four. Now, it opened at $7, Steve. Few price moves has it into its current quote of $3.40. So uh, the pole marker's out. He's a son of a gun, number two, at $6. So it'll start from barrier uh, three interest free, and it has clearly been the one there, seven into three forty. Now this is the race of the night, isn't it? Without any doubt at all, mm. this is Captain Ravishing. You would have watched him, Jerry. He gets everyone excited with the way he races and leap to fame's already won two derbies, but he didn't travel down till, you know, uh, what did he arrive very early on Thursday morning, didn't he? Um, he did. Yeah. Leap to fame. So what price is he? Leap to fame. Look. Uh, it, it, I, I suppose tactics are going to have a fair uh, part to do with the result here, but Leap to Fame opened at three twenty. It's now two dollars eighty, and and that money started to come after it was confirmed that firstly he was going, and secondly that he landed. That's seen Captain Ravishing open one thirty five, now out to a dollar fifty. Obviously they chew up well one hundred percent of the market, so dollar um, fifty captain ravishing two dollars eighty leap to fame at the moment uh, there's a slight edge with leap to fame but of course uh, leading into tomorrow's uh, race and given the boom around captain ravishing don't know whether you'll do much better than the 150 but either way it's going to be a great mm, race oh, fantastic i've just got a feeling with captain ravishing they're going to steamroll early with him i've just got a feeling they'll circle early and, and maybe find the top yeah, they might well do that a yeah. fair way well, they might have to yeah, well, you know, got extraordinary speed. I'm sure. I've just got that feeling that they'll get rolling on him a fair way out and try and find the top. But he's just one of those horses. I was watching him last week because he did become involved in a little bit of a speed battle early. But he's he's 
uh, I don't know how to describe it. He's such an erect horse. Um, his stature is is awesome, and when he gets going, he, it's quite well, dynamic, he, isn't it? Well, it is. Once he put them to the sword last week, after he did that bit of work earlier, you think, well, well I don't know whether there's uh, whether there'll be any petrol in the tank here. This will be interesting to see. Well, one by as far as you can yeah. kick your hand. Even that night, I know he had a breather and then he, he had to rip home in very fast time, but two starts, you can just clearly see when he went for him, just this amazing legs. These legs were like pistons. Yeah. Oh, they just yeah, no, he's a spread eagle. Incredible. He's a um, machine. Mick Guerin's got a reservation, though. Has he? Yeah. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, he's saying okay. that there's, some of these Victorian horses, you know, they can beat up on their, their, their own horses in their own state, wait till some serious firepower arrives in the case well, of Leap to Fame. So. Mick's, Mick's been around long enough and, yeah. and knows these horses in and out. You've got to respect what he says. So that will be uh, interesting to see that aspect of it as well. Mm, a lot of these big names and these open company races are all sort of... Um, evenly matched and the market tells us that doesn't it in the smoking up sprint yeah of course the victoria cup not too far away the move has been with number two here better eclipse 380 into three dollars the pole market torrid saint unmoved at 440 copy that 360 out to 380 act now eight out to 950 triple eight eight out to nine bondi lockdown 650 out to eight so quite clearly the barrier draw uh falls in favor of better better eclipse that's probably why it has been backed it was the opening uh, second favorite behind copy that but it's now the favorite there at three dollars number two better eclipse yeah victoria cups two weeks away thanks for your time jared thanks steve yeah jared daffy uh joining us there or is it it's next weekend is it the victoria cup my apologies is it next weekend i'll just check the the date um and the latest market with tab yes it is isn't it Anyway, Expensive Ego is the favourite there at $4. It is, of course, next week. We're about to catch up with Tim O'Connor from Harness Racing Victoria, who's been good enough to join us on the program. Good morning to you, Tim. Hi, Steve. How are you going? Good, good to thank be on. you. Thanks for, um, thanks for having me on. I appreciate yeah. it. This is a wonderful night, of course, uh, and we'll get through some of these races in a moment. But what about Saturday week at Melton? I just lost you there. Sorry. I was what just about saying Saturday, Saturday week? week's going to be even bigger. Oh, it is. It is. October 8th. It's going to be the Victoria Cup. We'll have the finals of the Victoria Oaks and also the Victoria Derby. And I guess the uh, for some people, you, you look at the, the race meeting calendar and pick that apart. But we've all, we're also going to have Ladies in Red returning for her first race since uh, winning the Rising Sun in Queensland. So she had a trial here at Melton on Tuesday, won that trial. She's going to trial again next Tuesday from all reports. And then she'll line up in the Make Mine Cull on the first leg of the Mayor's Triple Crown down here in Victoria. So you know, three or four massive races. And then we've also got ladies in red in not a high profile race as such, but the return of her is going to be really exciting on October 8th. Yeah. Can you just imagine if you're a harness racing enthusiast, just going to Emma Stewart stables and just walking along box by box when she points out some of these horses, it's quite incredible. It is. Um, I, I live in Ballarat. I actually don't live too far from Emma Stewart stables. I'm probably only about a 10 minute drive away. I've been there a couple of times and you're right. Uh, I walked in there one day. There was Ride High. There was Phoenix Prince. There was Mac Dan. There was Ladies in Red, Tough Tilly. It was the who's who of harness racing all in the one spot. It's it's quite remarkable that one stable can have so much success. Of course, she trained a 100th Group 1 winner not long ago in Sydney. So um, one of the greats of the game. And, um, yeah, well, I think uh, Ballarat people are pretty proud to, to have the stable here locally and, and uh, we can sort of claim her successes a little bit. Mm, how, many, how many staff, I wonder, have they got in that operation with Clayton Tompkin, of course? I wonder, yeah, I reckon 
someone asked the other day how many horses they're running. So I reckon it'd be in the, the vicinity of maybe 60 to 80 horses. So uh, gut feel would be 10 to 10 or 15 staff maybe. I know a few guys that, that work out there, Connor Clark, for those that follow along, young driver. He's a staff member out there and, and picks up a lot of their drives. Alan McDonough, who uh, you see drive a lot of their horses, he works there as well and, and trains some of his own. Bailey McDonough, his son recently left to to move to, to Greg Sugars' stable. But, yeah, I'd say, I'd guess, 10 to 15 staff, maybe. That would be my guess. Yeah. Now, tell me about what you think of this uh, favourite in the, the first heat of the Oaks race, too, here at Melton on Saturday night in Cypher. It's a really short price favourite for that trainer we just mentioned. Yeah, I found the um, I found the, the Oaks really tricky, Steve. I, I will speak about the Derby at some point soon, I know. But, um, look, in Cypher, look, she's very good. I'm looking at the, the pre-post markets with the tab now for the entire series. Of course, the heats are on Saturday night. The, the top four place getters in the three Oaks heats move through to the final. She's a $3 overall favourite. Um, I think that's about right. Amore Vita um, for Nathan Purden's a 5.50 chance. Beach Life, 5.50. Soho Historia from the same Emma Stewart stable at 5.50 as well. I think in a, a a really good hope of winning the, the heat. I don't think she's over the line in the final by any means. I'm probably tipping... Uh, a horse called Just Hope to win the uh, the entire series. So, um, yeah, I, I just thought it was a really tricky um, <laughs> an Oaks. I mean, you, you go through and there's just a stack of really even horses. So in Cypher and Just Hope, the, the horse that I like for the overall series, line up again against each other on Saturday night. Just Hope's got the good draw, the soft barrier one draw. So look at $2.20 or thereabouts for in Cypher to beat Just Hope at maybe four four fifty. I'd probably lean the way of maybe a little upset there okay. in, the, in the heat with Just Hope for me. Yeah, of course, last start in Cypher at Bendigo was expected to win, was about a dollar twenty with Tab, found the front, didn't it, and, and put a gap in them. But this yeah. is a different story here. So Just Hope is at four sixty um, in race number two. And we get to heat two of the Oaks, the third here at Melton tomorrow night. Amore Vita, as Jared mentioned, Jared Daffy, $2.350, Rich Beauty, $6.00, Joe and Joe, Relentless Me. How would you play this race, Tim? Yeah, very tricky. I've got a lot of time for Amore Vita. She's, uh, she's been one of my horses, and I've loved her form, but I probably, was probably more excited about it six months ago, Steve. She just She's just done a few things wrong in recent times, and I'm just, I don't know if she's the horse she once was. I'm not saying she won't get back to that, but even speaking to Nathan Purden at the trials on Tuesday, he publicly said on our, on our little show here on, on Trot's Vision that she's just been a bit of a he- headache since um, they took her away to interstate. And um, Look, she ran fourth last start. It wasn't bad. She's a touch short. It, it, can you run through that market again? I think yes. she was, yeah, she's pretty short. So I'm maybe looking around her as well. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, $2 or more, eh? Um, Rich Beauty three fifty, Joe and Joe is six, Relentless Me six fifty, and ten dollars about Beach Memories for David Moran. Yeah, Beach Memories might be one. Of, I know the, the draw is not ideal. I know Jason Bonington, our leading form guru here in Victoria, he's really keen on the chances uh, of Beach Memories. So maybe an each way Beach Memories, or maybe Joe and Joe. She's first up from a spell, but I like these these soft pegline draws in in heats because look, everyone's trying, of course, but not many people want to go out and have a gut buster, if that makes sense, because there's big, does, yeah. there's big group one uh, riches to come in seven days' time. So maybe Joe and Joe there for me at a, at a small each, well, a small little play. 
And this is, as you said, over the, the same distance, isn't it? The 27.60, so it's a long way, isn't yeah. it? Uh, we'll be backing up, of course, next week, as you mentioned there. So, yeah, maybe back to there, Beach Memories, number seven. And Joe, and um, you said there... Yeah, 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 it's a $6. So maybe one and seven we might play around with there. Now, we move on to race four. This is heat three of the Oaks. And how many in a row will it be for this uh, Philly Soho story? She's $2 and... And the stable mate, Beach Life, is at 240. And Emma Stewart's got the third and fourth favourite, as I touched on earlier. Yeah, well, I'm just looking through uh, Soho Historia's form. Joined Emma Stewart's camp on uh, the 8th, of, well, had the first start for Emma Stewart's camp on the 8th of April this year, winning at Bendigo, and has gone one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight wins for Emma Stewart. And you look through the form prior, uh, this horse had only one other win uh, back at Tarang when trained by Mick Stanley. So, um, it's just a stunning contrast from, from prior form uh, before moving to the Emma Stewart's table and, and gone bang, 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 winning winning seven straight, including a, a Group 1 tab Queensland Oaks uh, back in July. So oh, hard to go past her. The, the, the draw's a little tricky, I guess, drawn inside back row, but, um, yeah, I'm probably leaning towards taking the favourite here in the in the third heat of the Pride's Easy Fair Victoria Oaks. I'd play a pretty strong win bet, Soho Historia. Yeah, Chris Barsby certainly had his eye on her. A lot of putters might have given up on her at Albion Park in the Oaks because I'm just watching it again now. She was third and fourth last at the top of the straight we're talking at Albion Park, still not completely into the clear. Got into the clear right at the 100, about the 120 or 110 metre mark and then was able to to smoke them uh, down the outside. Smoke at home. Yeah, yeah, she was enormous there. For, I, I'm, uh, I've got v- uh, vague memories of, of that race. And, um, yeah, she, she paid a right too that night, I think, Steve, from memory. She might have been sort of seven, eight, nine dollars yeah. thereabouts and put a bit of value into the quaddie of uh, a little contingent of Victorian people that went up there. And I know they cashed in with uh, with her. They took a really skinny in a quaddie and, um, and took... Uh, I think that took sixty or seventy thousand out of the, the tab up your way. So um, it was a very, very popular win for uh, Victorian people. Anyway, yeah. so her story in the group yeah. one. Just to clarify that, yeah, she was about fourth last and covered up, and then got to the outside in the straight. So she was standing up a fair old start anyway, and got over them. Um, so her story defeating Amore Vita, of course, uh, in Queensland. Let's get to the next, and this is the the race of the night as we touched on. Oh, well, actually, race six is, but this is a good race as well. Race five, you've got catch a wave at 2.40 and 3.40 interest free. Yeah, this is oh, this is so exciting. I mean, not to play down the, the Oaks at all. The, the Oaks are going to be, the Oaks heads are going to be extremely exciting. But this derby um, is something else. I think we've got three big guns in the market. It's ever, all everyone's been talking about in recent times. And, and we get to see um, them go around on Saturday night. So catch a wave's taken all before him. Here in Victoria, winning uh, a couple of Group Ones, he's only had uh, a handful of starts. He's probably not even up to ten, is he? Uh, what is he up to? Thirteen. Thirteen starts for eleven wins for the Andy Gaff Stable. Andy, on record, was early days saying that um, you know this looked to be one of the best juveniles he's ever had, and um, he wasn't wrong. This horse has uh, been very impressive and interest-free. Just so honest. Probably hasn't got the glamour or the the high-profile nature of, of Catch Away, but he draws better here and um, I'm not surprised to see him well backed. I think he was seven or eight dollars at one stage into into a pretty short quote now. So, But I'm still going to lean the way of Catch a Wave. I think he's just um, I watched one of his replays. I think it was a two-year-old APG final and he just crushed that field including interest-free. Like he, he sat three deep the last lap and uh, just chimed in and then raced away to win by 15 or 20 metres. I just think Andy Gaff will have him 
prime to the minute. He's a bit quirky. He does a few funny things wrong, so you've got to hold your breath at times. But I think he's just the class factor. And just a little bit of news too, Steve. The, we just heard this morning that uh, Richard Matthews, the owner of Catchaway, have actually passed away overnight. So, oh, really? Uh, terrible, terribly sad story there. He's been a, a wonderful servant to harness racing. And I guess there's a little bit extra incentive, I guess, there for um, the connections and Andy Gaff and his wife Kate to... to um, perform with catch a wave in the coming weeks yeah i wonder if they'll use some of his speed early as well of course yeah you talk about we saw him come off the arm hard and leave but you're right two ones two runs ago he sat with cover there early and then then went around as well so just a very good horse isn't he um catch a wave now we're all waiting for this one queensland leap to fame 280 and 150 captain ravishing what a race this is uh leap to fame i spoke to grant dixon Yesterday, uh, of course, I'm not sure how much everyone followed up there, but uh, it was certainly a bit of a, a bit of hype around Dan here about whether he was actually going to make the flight. Uh, there was some concerns and some flight cancellations and issues leading up to. They had to wait all the way up to Thursday night. He, uh, sorry, Wednesday night, he left Brisbane and landed uh, here in Melbourne the early hours of Thursday morning. I spoke to Grant yesterday. He was pretty happy. You know, obviously it's not ideal having a horse come down this late, but. He said the horse looked bright and well. Um, he'd done a power of work at home, so he wasn't concerned about that. He'll just have a light little work around heading into the heats uh, tomorrow night. Leap to fame, he's, um, he's won the two derbies already. I, I love the fact that you know what you're going to get from him. Like We know he's going to get the trip. He's tough. He's good. Captain Ravishing, the key rival here, who's the, the overall favourite for the series, is just to be... There's been two runs, really, that you would get excited about. I mean, he's joined the MS2 at Stable and gone bang-bang in blistering sectionals off soft lead time. So the question remains, can he, will he stay the, the, the derby trip at 2,700 metres or, or has he just been ultra-impressive with soft runs? Um, they draw alongside each other, which is really interesting here. Barriers 11 and 12, 11 for Leap to Fame and 12 for Captain Ravishing. Um I think Captain Ravishing will win this heat. Uh, I don't know if he'll go all the way to win the final, but um, what a race it's going to be. I don't know if you've got an opinion. Maybe you're a, a parochial, but... Um, no, I just I just, think, I just just sad that they're both in the same heat. You know, I just don't want one bubble to burst, really. But um, I just <laughs> hope, like you, that they both sort of have reasonable runs, not gut busters going to the derby next week. But I, I just hope there's not much between them, so it's exciting for next week. That's what I hope for. And they pull out yeah. and they come out of it well. Because yeah, Leap going to improve. He only flew down on on uh, Thursday morning. He arrived early hours of yesterday morning, so... He would have to improve. Mm. And you would anticipate, you know, that they're, they're just probably going to try and get him through, you know, qualify. You're only going to run top six to get through to the final. I mean, he'll do that. Uh, he'd do that going backwards, I think. <laughs> but Captain Ravishing, uh, extremely exciting. He went 25-1 here, Steve, in a race at Ballarat. I was on track that night. There's only about 20 people on track, but I happened to be there, and uh, it was one of the quickest ever final quarters uh, in Australian harness racing, at least from the records we've got back to 2000. So, And then he came out and blew the track record away by over a second at Kilmore last Friday night. So he's, unbelie- he's an unbelievable talent, but what, is, he a spe- is he a speed horse? That's what I don't know. I'm not sure yet. That's so, why I'm just wondering um, if they get circling early on in the race and put him to the lead and you know, get to the front, fair way out. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be... And this is, this is probably the heat that... Um, you've got the two big guns in there, but I wouldn't be surprised. This is sort of just trying to find a rough here and the, a diamond in the rough here, but whether or not you know something happens in this race where um, it's not as straightforward as we think. And as a horse like Just a Little Sip, number 13, who trainer Joe Pace has talked up 
big time here in Victoria and he's strung a heap of wins together. He's going to go around at $40. So, and he's going to get that nice trail in with behind these two really good horses in Lead to Fame, Catch a Wave. He'd be one I'd throw in the mix for a, maybe not, he can't win, but he's probably going to be, go around about 7 or $8 a place. So just keep him in mind as well. Number 13, just a little sip. 41 and 480. That's a wonderful race. And just before we go, we just got a minute or so, but uh, the tab smoking up sprint, is there one there that's obviously it's very open? Is there one there that you're going to plumb for? Yeah, I do. I, I like the chances of Triple Eight drawn soft on the inside there for Bailey McDonough. He takes the drive for trainer Jess Tubbs. I like I like him. He's first up. He, he just um, he maps pretty well here. Torrid Saint. There's a bit of talk about maybe him even holding the top. So if he sat leaders back, he'd be extremely dangerous. He's probably my one of just a quick before you let you let me go. He would be my uh, one of my key each way bets on the card. Race seven, number eight, triple eight. I also thought Powder Keg was a good each way play. Race eight, number ten. He's going super. Just hope he trots all the way. And the best bet on the card comes up in race nine, number two, Queen Aletta. I think she'll find the top. She's about two dollars ten, and I'm I'm pretty confident she'll win. Mm, nine two, Queen Aletta. Just want to repeat those other two. Yeah, it was triple eight. Race seven, number eight. I thought he was a good each way play. And also Powder Keg, race eight, number 10 in the trot. He can do things wrong, but his last few runs have just been enormous. So if he trots all the way, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't go close. Really appreciate it, Tim. Thanks, Steve. Tim O'Connor joining us from Harness Racing Victoria, leading into the big night there tomorrow night. But uh, Powder Keg, race eight, number 10 is $8. And he mentioned in race seven, number eight, triple eight is $9 and at $2.50. Ryan. Ryan Spice, of course, regular on mobile rolling. Form analyst, professional hunter, and he joins us. How are you, Ryan? Good, Steve. Yourself? Good, thank you. I can't let you go without getting your thoughts on this uh, leap to fame, Captain Ravishing Clash. Yeah, I agree with you, Steve. It's, uh, it's a little bit of a shame they've drawn the same heat, so they will meet before the final. My gut feeling tells me if Captain Ravishing doesn't beat Leap in the heat, he probably never will. So, yeah, just uh, keep your powder dry and wait for the final. Is there one at that Melton program that you're particularly keen to watch or have something on? Um, I thought, Steve, on the program down at Melton, that interest-free in one of the earlier, in the other derby heats, will give you a pretty bold type for your money. He's $4 with tab. I think he maps to be the early leader. So at an each-way quote, I think he's a, a decent chance. How do you feel, I wonder, about Catch a Wave at the long trip here, the 27.60? Well, Steve, with only two heats for the derby instead of three, it means the top six go through. So I think um, there may be a bit of lack of mid-race tempo. Um, does Kate push through and push through hard and try and take the front early? I think if she wants the top, that's her best option. If she waits to get around until the bell will, she'll be left parked. Um, yeah, so with all the, with this heat-style racing, I think it is, you know, bet with caution to a certain extent. All right, interest-free. Race five, number four, a 340. Is there a, a particular race at, uh, in Brisbane that you're keen on tomorrow night? Uh, Steve, not in Brisbane, but if we head to Sydney, Menangle Race 2, there's one I'm really keen on, and that is number five, Heaven on High, to be driven by Jack Trainer for the for trainer David Thorne. Currently even money with Tab. He bounces out of the Carousel Series where he ran second in the heat behind Port-au-Prince and then third in the final. Um, I think he'll handle this field. 
relatively easily. He'll go forward, race on pace. Um, he's definitely my clear best for the weekend. Anything else we should look at? Um, the other really well-graded runner on that card, Steve, is in race seven, number 11, AG's White Sox. He is legit free-for-all, uh, just below Grand Circuit quality type of horse, and he bounces into a race down there that is really suitable. His two key rivals are Zarvin Banner and Kid Montana. If AG doesn't uh, win this race, I'm not sure where he'll find one, and he's currently $1.70 with Tab. That is race seven, number 11, yeah, 170. And just repeat that other one. I just want to double-check the price, Ryan. Sure, Steve. It's race two, number five, heaven on high. Two, five, heaven on high. Yes, you're right. $2 with tab at the moment. I really appreciate you joining us. And, of course, Chris Barsby will be back with us next week. Thanks to Garrard's.